the obnoxious neighbor comes through. And I'm just like, this is not a black neighborhood. I mean, we got that from the lack of black people in this movie, but they really drove that home when this fool comes to the door, just asking random personal questions, and she did not slam the door in his face. She gonna stand there, both of them gonna stand there, like letting this dude ask questions. So, um, hey, so I noticed uh, your sister's not around. It's like, yeah, I know she had this thing to do. Mention the blood on the floor that he saw and was just like, okay. I've had neighbors do that exact thing in my neighborhood. How is everything? Where are your siblings? Where are your parents? I'm just like, why do you need to know this? I don't, I don't trust that kind of thing. I've had a neighbor rob me before, so it's like Dude, one of those. Uh, any questions, man? Are you about to come do something? Like, <laughs> should I be prepared? Yeah. Why you want to know? What do you, what do you, what do you do in that situation? You say Close nothing. My door. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you. That's what I'm talking. You go. Mm-hmm. There they go with the clown and the two thugs. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of The Geek Down. I am Pat B. In the house today, we have none other than the baddest B in the house, Shayna Shay. The pause that refreshes Abby Ab. I am scared of what Effocutioner is going to say. <laughs> nah, don't worry about Effocutioner. You know why? He stays crunchy in milk. The Effocutioner. Yes, I do. Yo, man, cloud chasing will kill you. Fair enough. <laughs> today, we have an awesome, action-packed, fun-filled show for you. We are talking about the film Shook. Streaming on Shutter. This is uh, about a social media star and social media applications and how influencers, when they uh, try to take out other influences and with their influence, importing their influence. I don't know what I don't know where that's going. But this is a very interesting approach to um, pretty modern situation of the new celebrity. So we'll see how that uh, plays out. We're also talking about the comic Bleed Them Dry from Vault Comics. This is a vampire epic that takes place in the future and a murder mystery that also has conspiracy elements and stuff. It's wild. It's a wild time. And we will give you that inside information. We are also giving you the inside stuff, the nitty gritty on Rescue Heroes Home Pin Puzzle Hero. This is a new game that will look very familiar to a lot of you. And I mean, dude, it's a mobile game that promises nothing new. And we'll talk about whether or not it delivers on that promise. Uh, we got we got we got thoughts and opinions and we are closing out with the film i care a lot this is a new film streaming on netflix um starring rosamund pike peter dinklage and a cast of people you've seen before you know before and do the subject matter i'll save it for when we actually talk about it but it's a little raw it is a little it gets real but first let's jump right in because we're talking about the film shook it's the new film streaming on shutter if you don't know shutter shutter's the uh horror exclusive app uh, whereas you got Netflix, you got Hulu, you got all of those, but Shudder is specifically horror and horror alone, but also has some good, like, good fare. Like when we saw and we talked about um, the film uh, Horror Noir, which was a deep, insightful documentary on uh, black horror movies. You know, it had a lot of stuff. So they, 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 they do their research and they have the good props. So does Shook fall into that category? Well, let's see. Now, Shook is about Mia. She's a social media star who becomes the target of an online terror campaign. Um, she has to solve, ends up having to solve a series of games uh, to prevent people she cares about from getting killed, like raw, murdered, hot to pieces, just yeah. Now, is it real? Or is it all just a game at her expense? Let's find out. I'm gonna kick it over to Evocutioner. Give us your opinions on Shook. Wow. I gotta say, I was quite impressed at where this this story was going. And really? look, I, I at first I really thought it was real. I thought it was serious. I was interested to see how they were gonna do like the whole scream aspect 
in the modern 21st century because goodness knows what your phone can do multiple things you can easily contact the police you can do whatever and it was just interesting how i don't want to spoil it but like how the killer was able to prevent you from like i mean will prevent mia from like basically not calling the police not texting the police she tried to text her friends and you know even that ended up pretty bad like the games were actually very impressive and what a twist i was like oh i was really surprised and and i also gotta admit man i i like the fact of like having the text appear behind the wall like little like graphic effects where like at one point she was on the bed and then like there was like a hole about to go down but then you see the text or like every once in a while you get the whisper of like yo man be careful or some some crazy like that i was like you know what? i was i was quite impressed and until uh that ending and then i was like wow <laughs> yo man um, you just you ruined it like you, you did it i was impressed like you did something i didn't even think people could do like you did something that you know Scream did, and it was incredible. And I was like, "Whoa, you did it! You, you made the phone conversation. The killer didn't even really need to be there. Impressive and a little bit scary because I even I shuddered. I was like, "Ooh, was like, oh, this is <laughs> interesting. I'm impressed." All right, yo, I'm actually really surprised, man. I had a completely different interpretation of this. I first of all went into this thinking that it was going to be a study of well, not a study, but and. Uh, story focused around uh, different influencers, like a lot of different internet celebrities or people who are big on uh, social media and social media alone for maybe their, uh, their their blogs and, you know, whatever else they tried to throw in, you know, their tumblers and whatnot. Because this really said, like, you know, my blog is big and something and so and so. I'm like, blog is maybe like eight to 10 years old. You need to get a little more current than that. You know, talk about folks with their TikToks or, their, or, or you know, got a Twitch channel or something. If, even if they said their channel, Rather than their blog, I'd have been like, okay, they, some of, they got their finger on the pulse. But it smacked me of just a movie that was written back when, um, you know, MySpace was just falling out of favor. And yeah. folks that actually had like live journals and stuff were still coming back. Like people that write their own um, opinion columns and start getting sponsorships. And I thought that's where it was going. And yo, the first kill we see in this, yo, totally sold me on, yeah, this is where it's going and it's going to be dope. Because at the very least, yeah. like, it may be a little outdated, but we're about to see some raw stuff. And then they immediately throw you a curveball, like, immediately switch it up on you. It was, yo, the bait and switch in this was egregious. I was upset. Abby, it sounds like I, you were right there with me. I was so, like, I was so mad about, like, the, the bait and switch about halfway through this movie. Like, when you realize the twist about, like, like the sort of games and like the and like you sort of like figure out the motives that the killer has and like you just it i was like it was such a good twist but not in the way that i wanted it to be yeah i can see that it, it, it felt bleeding, <laughs> man and i'm i'm, I'm I'm upset because, Efficacion, you mentioned this a few times, the way they used the technology at their disposal. This was very much like if you've ever seen the movies, the Unfriended movies, 
or yeah. um yeah okay things like that that completely misunderstand how technology actually works and the oh, thing yeah, is not well well oh, not not a hundred percent like there were some things you could actually do you friend someone online you can interact with them that quickly you know someone calls you and there's a missed call they can send you a text while they're doing a the thing but this is going to exponential degrees of this this wasn't technology this was magic okay this was I have a I have a camera set up in the house in one room. Maybe I have two, uh, and then you see ultimately I've got actually like six. Oh, you didn't know that I've got security cameras in a few key spots in the house. So yeah. somehow I know every single move you make everywhere, every time, everything you type, everything you say because apparently these cameras have like that. In that that ridiculous concept of it's the future in technology. So I'm gonna. Enhance, but like, enhance, <laughs> enhance, enhance, and I'm like, yo, basically it's like technology is an impossible force. It's an impossible magical thing that this movie uses to try to boost its whole, uh, I'm using this a lot. I'm not like mocking it. I actually did have some interesting times in this, but yo, some things are just too egregious to let go. That was one of those things. F F O. I'm sorry. You got. You've been trying to jump in. You got something pointed. All right, let, man. Look, let I'm us not know. gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. There were moments. Shayna needs to know the look of skepticism on <laughs> her right, face, look, man. Look, I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm gonna be honest with you. Like, the the first half was the most impressive part to me at what they were able. Yeah. To That's why I said that twist at the end is what really screwed it over because it was beautiful. Like I was, I was impressed. I was happy. And then once that happened, and then like they added the cameras and stuff. At one point, I I was like, you know what? I can forgive the cameras things because I'm like, I get it. You were a caretaker. You want different cameras in the house because you want to make sure, like, if you were to go somewhere, you can be able to see if you know something happened. You could quickly react to the situation. So the camera thing, I got it. Now when it got to the phone conversations, all that stuff, I was I was at one point I was like, you know what? I could I could probably bend it because she probably has like the dumbest security system for a like she probably has like a really stupid password. Or something basic and easy because let, let's let's face like, it like one two three basic. four right i mean me me looks basic so i'm like i wouldn't be surprised if she had like a super basic <laughs> password that you could easily type in and then you could get all her information and stuff. so i was like you know i was bending it i was i was just bending it but then it it, it just broke once we got to the and, and also like with like the whole like the the dog killer strikes again like oh that, like, that's why that's why like, the okay. dogs like why did they target the dogs if they end up targeting uh mia to be like because like that probably like, like why that mo like it just doesn't fit what the killer wanted mm. in the in the movie which um towards the end you sort of figure out like what the killer's intent was and it's just like it doesn't fit with the rest of the story and it's just like oh no mia's supposed to be dog sitting her sister's dog and then like you know and then like the the dog then just like she's like oh my goodness where like i don't know my way around the house where's the dog and it's like that has nothing it has, like, oh it has very God. little to do with the actual actual killer so mm -hmm. it's like but Yo. then it's like no, you're absolutely Man. right, but the actual killer, when we, yo, this movie tries to be more, it tries to be more intelligent and clever than it actually is. And the thing is, I don't want to put it down on that respect, 
because there's several other points I can put it down on. The performances were weird and weak. They assume you care about these characters right off the bat. We've got nothing about them. We know the I most about. Look, let's be honest. I hated her and her friends. I was yeah, like, no, brother, you they're all so trash, fake. dude. All, yeah, all of them just just hot as hot garbage. Just, that's what I was like, yo, I, I was waiting for them to die, man. That's the funny thing about it. I was like, bro, it would sure be nice if these random booty butt cheek teenagers just happened to fall down accidentally on a knife and just you know disappear from the game. All right, yeah, so, and like, wait, hold on, so real quick, what happens in this is, uh, as I mentioned, we're following Mia. Mia gets caught up in this plot. What ha actually happens is Mia goes to help her sister, uh, dog sit. And she's taking a break, supposedly taking a break from her social media for the night and from her friends for the night to help her sister because her sister has an illness and it's the same illness that her mom passed away, that their mom passed away from. So her sister's like, you know, you're my sister. You're a little unreliable, but um, I'm asking a favor because I love you and I want to give you, you know, another shot to mend our relationship because you've been real flaky, especially when I was watching our mother uh, pass and I was taking care of her in the final moments. But I'm trusting you to dog sit for me. It's a very non, you know, it's not an imposing task. It's something that'll take a, a night of your time and it'll help us out. So her sister has to go away for, you know, for, for a medical thing. So Mia is at, a, at her sister's home. That's why she's in foreign location. And that's when people start taking advantage of her. She's in the house that was her sister and her mother's that they share. And apparently it's her, it's her, the, the childhood home she grew up in. Now, what actually happens is that what, how the movie shows you what happens is a lot of it is played out in flashback and in real time. And you get the flashbacks occasionally through like videos that are sent to Mia's phone or uh, Mia's social media. That part I thought was clever. I thought it was clever to have since, yeah, since these folks are supposed to be, you know, internet influencers, that's their world. You know, their world is online. So a lot of the backstory we get comes through videos that are shared on their blogs, that are shared on their uh, on their different social media pages and come up on Mia's phone. And then through text message, uh, text, uh, text message string between Mia and her friends, a bunch of other influencers. And Mia is the most, um, like the most popular with the most followers. And then it gets ridiculous. Then it gets silly and impossible. When someone is in the house suddenly trying to kill Mia, is it the dog killer? Are they just after her sister's dog? Maybe there's more because they seem to be terrorizing Mia as well when the dog goes missing and then Mia's life seems to be in danger. Yo, I gotta say the whole thing fell apart for me when we found Mama. Like it was loosely hanging by a thread. <sighs> And then one yes, of when we when we found the uh, the just we found uh, mama. let's just say the skeletons in the in the closets. Um, <laughs> it was the, the pun was there, and I had to take it. Um, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't even fault you for it. Um, so, but like when we when we sort of like when Mia opened the closet, and it's like, oh my god, what the heck is this? You like that sort of like the hey maybe things aren't exactly like you already have the inkling of a feeling that like hey it's not like the killer isn't who you, like the killer is maybe someone else like or not who you think it is or maybe they have like other motives or like who put that um like who who set this set all up, up? yeah like who set this all up it and throws you a so, couple of red herrings um and normally that would be, if they played it right, that would actually be a uh, kind of a slick 
move for the game to take uh, for the game for the uh, for the movie to take because that can be a really good like you know plot point where it's like oh oh I didn't even see that coming wow a horror movie that you know throwed me surprises that'd be dope this is not that movie this tries to be that movie and I, in my opinion per personally it, it kind of fails there could have been a lot of interesting things that they did and then once they throw you the first red herring if that had been the actual case I think it would have been a much more I'll say interesting uh, path for the movie to take because that would have been that would have gone right back to the commentary that we th we went in thinking they were going to make and we thought they'd forgotten about and then it would have seemed like the movie was playing you the whole time and then it says now nah, we didn't forget about it we were just you know we were just really driving it home and now you see and I was like okay you know what they're winning me back and then they immediately lost me when you see what's really going on so when we saw what was really going on, it became a thumbs down for me. Um, I'm gonna kick it over to Abby. What do you think? Yeah, so I'm I'm probably going to do like, oh man, I was I was so going into this thinking that like, hey, this is going to be like a suspenseful horror film, but like the first half of the film was probably like really well done and really well shot, and like considering it's just like you know a movie about influencers and dog killer people it's weird but it like kind of worked but the second half of the film sort of like switched it all up in a way that just made it less exciting so I did enjoy this film it's just the second half of it made it less good so it's gonna have to be a thumbs down all right all right execution the way you fall my friend man you know, I was I was coming into this thing about to hate it, man, you know, but at first I was just like, oh my gosh, this is impressive. This is incredible. I was hyped up. I was like, oh my gosh. And then out of nowhere, like as soon as that, that second half started, the killer just came from behind. It got me. I was just like, no. And then I just, I was just like, I can't do it no more, man. Like I was dead. I was like, why am I watching this? I got to give it a thumbs down, man. Like. All right, uh, you surprised me there for a second. I thought I thought you were going a different a different route. No, I almost uh, did too. And then what a twist, right? <laughs> all right, and what? No, um, we're in general consensus. One thing I got to point out though is Shane. I know you didn't see this movie, but there is one scene where the obnoxious neighbor comes through, and I'm just like, of all things to throw into this picture, you have didn't to even emphasize, need that scene, bro. You did not need that scene. I'm also like, this is not a black neighborhood. And I mean, we got that from the lack of black people in this movie, but they really drove that home when this fool comes to the door, just asking random personal questions and she did not slam the door in his face. She gonna stand there, both of them gonna stand there uh, uh, asking, like letting this dude ask questions. So, um, hey, so I noticed uh, your sister's not around. It's like, yeah, I know she had this thing to do. You gotta, okay. no, set it up. You mentioned the blood on the floor that he saw and was just like, okay, once she... Like, also, yeah. like, like, it's it's weird because I've had neighbors do that exact thing in my neighborhood. It's not okay. It's not okay. And it's so weird. I find it so unnerving. They're just like, how is everything? Where are your siblings? Where are your parents? I'm just like, why do you need to know this? Yeah, I, don't, I don't trust that kind of thing. I've had a neighbor rob me before, so it's like, I wouldn't trust that kind of stuff. Yeah, exactly. Even a little bit. Like, why you want to know? Exactly. What do you do in that situation? You say Close nothing. Close my door. 
Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you. That's what I'm talking. You go, mm, boom. That's what you do. One of those uh, money questions, man. Are you about to come do something? Like, <laughs> should I be prepared? Yeah. All right. Well, the movie's called Shook. It's available streaming now on Shutter. Check it out if you're really into horror and really want to see a train wreck. Um, it's I'm, I'm, I'm saying, uh, but it stars uh, uh, Daisy Tudor, Emily Goss. Not a lot of people that are known, um, but it's an interesting horror attempt. It's on Shutter right now. Uh, it's called Shook, and also be sure to look for it on Shutter. There's like nine different movies called Shook that came out in the last three months for some reason too. It was Yo. it was it was a B to to, to find. It's a proper. buzzword. Yeah. That All right, but now, but now let's talk about Bleed Them Dry. This is a uh, this was a short run um, of six issues that came out from Vault Comics and just came out in trade. Hence why we're talking about it now. And it's uh, basically a futuristic vampire epic that becomes a murder mystery that becomes an interesting yeah. Um, give me the rundown real quick. It's uh, well the year <clears throat> the year is thirty three thirty three. Vampires are real. And they're the majority population living in um, Japanese engineered megacity known as Asylum. They live alongside humans and there's an uneasy peace between us. Now, someone is brutally murdering vampires and Detective Harper Holloway has been assigned to the case. To solve it, she'll have to unearth a deeper truth. I realize y'all are in a small window. I feel like the eyebrows would have made it, but no one could probably see that. No, bro. I mean, it's vampires. Bro. I would have got killed too. Look, it was futuristic vampires is like one of the best tropes in science fiction. Yeah. So well, I, I, th I thought this was a good story, but um, okay, Shannon, l l tell me if, I, if, if I'm right or if I'm off base. Supposedly, thirty-three, thirty-three. This is over a thousand years in the future. Yes. Why did almost everything look like it? It was. It could have been in like you know, nineteen ninety-six. Because it all looked, looked like the set design from Blade Runner. Yeah, everything looked. I mean, there's some like there's some futuristic stuff, but like like the most futuristic thing was like the police, um, like under uniform, you know, like that armor they wore under their clothes. Yeah. Everything else looked it looked looked like. I, I mean, dude, I could walk out into like a fancy city now. I think Japan now in 2021 is more advanced than most of the Japan we saw. In uh, in this story, uh, I'm just saying. Yeah. Am, I, am I am I off base here? I mean, not not really. You know what it kind of reminded me of? Remember that series, um, Weird City? Yeah. Wait, wait. Weird City or Weird? Oh, yes. No, I do remember Weird City. Yeah. Yeah, the Jordan Peele project. Yeah. Um, and remember how like one half of the city was super high, futuristic, but mm -hmm. then when you went to the poor end, it was it looked yeah. like now, but with like little tiny kind of janky upgrades mm. it's like hey you know you're, you, you're dirt poor and stuff you can't afford to live but hey you got a coffee maker that talks to you right so you good right. like look, look at your like oh you still have to buy the same street food but the cart levitates like yeah. that kind of stuff okay no that's a, that's a good point that's a good point um we're following uh detective holloway who is a human that's partnered up with the vampire and dude i mean there's dynamics between humans and vampires and the vampires are the majority population. We find out as the story goes on that the vampires are actually aliens that came down um, to Earth. So it's not- Aren't they <laughs> usually- <laughs> no, Wait, so- It's like so there was a disease. So can they, so are there like humans and like, are there humans and vampires are coexisting? So like, what's the population? Like, is like, are there still like, I don't know, like seven billion humans, or how many? No. Like, 
Now there's like what, like a million? Maybe. Uh, we don't get an exact. We don't get yeah, an exact. Like, like, what is the ratio? Is it like three to one? Is it like what is the ratio of humans to it, vampires? There's enough. There is enough vampires that they can oppress the human population. Mm-hmm. Okay. Majority. And humans are pretty much not second class citizens, but humans are aware that we're not number one on this planet anymore. You know, we, we're temporary. We, Yes. And, and, so, and there's humans, there's vampires, there's genetically modified humans uh, that are like half vampire so hired. Also there's like, also like ha- uh, hybrids that are made by some of the vampires, some consensually, and, some non-consensually, and that's part of the politics. And then there's this, the difference uh, the between too. made vampires and born vampires. Mm-hmm. Yes, I, I think that's like, I think also like the difference between like made and born vampires are often like a main port. Um, sort of like thing of point of tension in a lot of vampire esque like novels and stuff mm-hmm. about like oh like the natural born vampires are automatically better than like the bitten ones, stronger. yeah, or yeah. stronger. This this did uh, this did have a nice approach to the politics. But Shane, you want to break down uh, the story and your impressions of Leave Them Dry? Well, Leave Them Dry, and it's funny because at first come the like. I don't know, was this the first or second chapter? I want to say between the first and second chapter. Mm-hmm. I really thought I wasn't going to like it because I had already within the first, by the end of the first chapter, figured out who the bad guy was. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, okay. Oh okay. my gosh, Detective Shano. Uh- <laughs> it's not that hard. You, you be aware of enough writing tropes and you'll start seeing it everywhere. Well, I was surprised because because they're vampires. Everyone's creepy. Yeah, but maybe I've also participated in enough vampire media in my life. I don't know. Um, All right, maybe. Okay, so what you're saying is when vampires take over the city, uh, you live, I die. Uh, Just do me a favor, tell my story, okay? Fair. Um, What you call it? I I did really appreciate, um, one, the look of it. it, I Though I agree with you, the city just kind of looked like all like sci-fi cities that we've ever made in media in the last like 20 years. Mm-hmm. That, whatever. It's just, it, is, it is what it is, you know? Like it wasn't the most creative looking city I've ever seen, but I also have a feeling like the way they presented the history and over the course of the story, you get more and more about how wrong the history that they're being taught is. Um, but the world is kind of post-apocalyptic a little bit. Like things were were already kind of apparently going down the tubes before the vampires showed up. They just exploited all of the natural fractures in the human race. Yeah, but I mean that's that's not really hard to do. It no, seemed it's like not. the humans were a little. Um, uh, I, I'm, I'm trying to think. Of, I'm trying to think of the right word. They were a little uh, out of it. Not, not aware. <laughs> Uh, yeah, they were they were a little too settled, a little too um, just carefree in their ways. Um, yeah, they, they, like, they they weren't really ready for like that that universal attack, you know that 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 extra extraterrestrial threat that loomed out there. You know, what I'm saying we didn't have the space force ready to go in full, you know, in full in in in, in full uh, uh, degree yet. Yeah, I, I had a, I at, when you when you complacent. That's the word I couldn't remember. Very Humans very were too complacent. Complacent, <laughs> like. When you gave me a society that vampires rule, humans are the minority, but we just came to this in a peaceful manner, I questioned that immediately. Mm. It, <laughs> it, it, yeah. it, it played out well. It's not like, oh, but 
I get it. Enough time had passed, enough generations had passed, and enough misinformation had been given over the generations that they were like, oh yeah, this is this is how it's always been. It's cool. Vampires are cool. Like, it's fine. Yeah, that's it's a, fine. Yeah, that's a, that's a smart point that the book does make. Um, when enough time passes, it really is the victors that rewrite history. And the history, fact that exactly. we learn more about the, what happened in the society, how we got to this point, how there's so many vampires and so few humans running, just, you know, running rampant and how the dominant culture became the dominant culture. It's dude, it, it seems like the book is really trying to hit a, uh, like a hard political, um, uh, uh, not message, but subtext. It's, it's 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 like these in things the, in mind and yeah watch how it, you progress it's like the same way like you might think this is a weird um connotation but like zootopia to me is like a good um representation because yeah, it's not yeah. necessarily a one-for-one for like real life prejudice and like on um, like racism and things of that nature mm -hmm. but it is a good allegory to oppression of in society in general mm -hmm. there's and also like, like a no, I, I agree with you there. I also want to add to that. There seems to be a slight um, indication of eugenics. Yeah. And, and they, they, they don't really go too deeply into it, but they do uh, kind of broach that topic of the effects of eugenics over time. I'm like, yo, there is a lot of heady stuff in this. And then a vampire gets his freaking head cut off and you're like, oh, that's right. This is also a dope vampire book. Right. <laughs> yo, the, the, the kills in this were gangsters. They like, were. Th like things getting cut off and sliced in half and just like ah ripped and when we meet um when we see the sinister like uh moves being played out i'm like this is like i went in here expecting like just a uh an intriguing story you know some vampire stuff but it got just raw yeah and i <laughs> liked it i was i was there for it i was like oh this is everything i wanted going in like, like it has like just the right hint of V for Vendetta in there, which you gotta appreciate. Like book V for Vendetta, not so much the movie. Yeah, no, the art definitely, definitely <laughs> speaks to that. Um, I was actually really impressed. The art, it was seemingly perfect for this. It reminded me of, um, we read a Monster Hunter book a while back that uh, captured a lot of this feel and it being uh, very dark in most of the scenes uh, gave you the sense of the sun never really shines in the city. I mean, naturally it does, but a lot most of the story takes place at night. And that's not evident when you read. It just feels like everything's just dark all the time, you know, and it's easy to lose yourself in that. I like that. That means the book created atmosphere and it wasn't heavy handed about it. You know, um, I got a good impression from that. And I like the story of Halloway, uh, uh, like uh, Halloway's personality as yeah. the story develops and the events that occur, occur. You know, she gets a view of a new world. Um, she meets new people that give her uh, more information about what the world she thought she knew actually is and how she and the rest of society has been snow job this whole time. Yeah, and she's smart because she, you could tell like from the very beginning, like she has reservations about the information being presented to her, even to even to her partner, even from her partner who she so-called like trusts and that's her friend, mm -hmm. but she still doesn't, but she doesn't trust him because she doesn't trust a lot of things around her. And she ends up being right about so much stuff that she didn't trust. Mm. I mean, maybe you got reason, you know, maybe that's just how stuff goes down. I'm just saying, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe some people 
when they, you know, be all smiling in your face. They also get ready to put a knife in your back. You know, just putting that out there. That's why I'm not. Um, for, I really enjoyed this, dude. I, I thought it might be okay. I usually like vampire stories and when they're done well, when they're done right. You know, stuff about the supernatural, it just naturally has a, um, just like kind of a hook. It's already an interesting uh, plot point going in. And the most you can hope is that it's well-written. This wasn't just well-written in my opinion. This played out well. It had um, story twists that at least surprised me, uh, but also like captured my interest. And I was... I was actually, uh, I was enjoying it most of the way through. Um, dude, it's just, it's just one of those rare instances where this wasn't uh, something that, what, this was something I didn't expect to like hate. Not, you, know, you don't go into anything expecting to hate it, but this was something I expected just a good time from. And I actually got uh, much more, uh, I got much more out of reading it because it touched, touched on a lot of things I didn't expect it to. Yeah, like I, I went in like, was like okay vampires i like vampire stuff got to this got to like the first villain the villain reveal and i went oh i was like oh well that's not surprising but then i but then everything after that made me realize the villain reveal wasn't important what's important was the reveal of the corruption in society mm -hmm. that's what you needed to pay attention to that's what i need to focus on and follow in the story and when i realized that i was like oh okay i get this now and I liked Harper. I liked her journey. She was a really cool um, character. And the secondary lead, who I don't want to talk too much about because everything about him is surrounded in mystery, really liked him and liked how he just kind of appears in and out in the story. <laughs> I did like him. I couldn't get I couldn't get past how they really like they really styled him like a '90s um, anti-hero. Uh, uh, character. He was very like, edgy. Yeah, but the thing is, like, they, they they styled his hair like Brandon Lee. You know, like they were they were casting this. It's like, okay, we want this to be a you know 1997 Christian Slater. You know, I, I totally got that. They got that feel. <laughs> I'm like, all right, you know what? You, you haven't lost me, but come on, man. You know what? Well, we you ain't you ain't fooling nobody. There's no wool being pulled over eyes. Besides that, I really dug this. Um, it was an enjoyable story. It was it was it was fun at times. It was really gritty at times the action was dope that's the thing i didn't um i didn't expect the last like all through the action being as yeah. just gripping as a well, woman gripping this is still it's still a comic book but the fact that when you saw stuff happen happen in scene you just read it like and then uh, oh damn all right cool oh really ah oh ah. okay you know the fact that i got those moments those moments um, that's what really made it for me. I got to give this a thumbs up. Uh, it just, it just worked. You know, that's, that's the most you can have sometimes for stuff to just work. Check. I give it a thumbs up. I enjoyed it. I think it was a good, like, allegory, like, very dripping allegory story. Um, and I also like the notion in it that when militaries fail, our next um, line of defense will be our gangs and organized crime. Hey. <laughs> yeah, that was a that was that was a thing I noticed too. I'm just like, oh, you know what? That that's a fair I was like, point. That makes and sense. They would have lots of weapons. Yeah. It justifies us being you know having a lot of scumbag friends. It's just like you know that's 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 my world. Welcome. Uh, so yeah, I'm I'm glad you're right there with me. The book is called Bleed Them Dry. Uh, just came out now on um, uh, on trade from Vault Comics and positive impressions all around. Check it out. But now. Uh, let's talk about Rescue Heroes, Home Pin Puzzle Hero. 
This is a mobile game. You've probably seen several of these in your social media feeds, ads being thrown at you and um, well, mostly anything else you're taking part in. Like, hey, can you save the princess? Or hey, can you kill the troll? Or hey, can you grab the treasure? And you're a knight or some other figure. And it's just a puzzle thing that it gives you where you pull these pins and you solve a puzzle that allows this guy to get to this end point. So we took a look at one of these, uh, one of the latest installments uh, from Baharia Town Phase 7. This is an early access. And Executioner, from that noise you made right off the bat, I'm going to save you for a second. Abby, Good choice. your impressions <laughs> of uh, Rescue Heroes, please. So I... I knew right away what kind of game this was going to be, like as soon as I sort of clicked like the start button, because like these type of uh, like uh, mobile games are really popular, um, like with the pulling oh, the pins. Yeah, well, no, they're not popular, but they're sort of infamous for the very um, tedious ads that they play on various social media websites or just oh, other other games. And so... Uh, they're just well known. If you see it, you know what you need to do because you've seen them so many times. It's like reciting the Chia Pets jingle, jingle by by memory or like the McDonald's. I don't know. It's just like you, it's ingrained in no, your head on no. what to do. And I like normally like it's like, oh, it's like one of those games. I haven't really tried it out. It's not worth it. It's just like the same thing over and over again. Yes, and the same thing is awful. And Sorry, like I, I, the... I, 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 I got feelings. I, 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 yes. I, 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 I... Well, the thing <laughs> is, then... it, it's it's like you always wanted to play that game if you were one of those people that saw it in a random social media ad where you're like, you know what, that looks interesting. Let me try this quick puzzle game, and it'll throw you a different game. So then odds are you probably just got frustrated and gave up right there. Ah, they're going to throw me one game and then give me another one. I already paid for this or at the very least I already got the download and watched a bunch of ads thinking something's going to switch. Basically, it's used uh, as a red herring to uh, it, it's just it, it, it baits and switches you into something else. And it creates a lot of frustration for this gameplay style. I think this game, which is not the first of its kind, by the way, I mean, not I at all given <laughs> um, this game, which is Dude, I don't know how many hundreds down the line. I think made out of frustration of people being um, uh, uh, basically lied to, given that idea of an interesting approach to a puzzle game and then being given something else that was a puzzle game, but not the one they wanted to play. So a lot of stuff like this came up. And the problem with them is, at least from my point of view, that yes, they have a lot of those problems in the presentation, a lot of those problems in the ads. Then in the game itself, the puzzles are weak whack and unskippable or at least um, you can skip them oh you can but skip it's but it's just a tedious process to get through all of them and then there's a set amount it throws you a couple of alternatives and then all right hold on before i before i go too deeply into this executioner you've been waiting with a zen-like patience to drop some I don't have a zen like patience. It's just that, yo, this this game was complete booty butt cheeks. It was trash. It was garbage. It deserves to be thrown out into the floor. This is exactly what I tell people about mobile games. This is exactly why this game was created. The ads, the money, the it's so easy that you could easily sit there and do it and think like, oh, gee, I'm smart. Let me keep doing this thing. 
And you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, at least it was nice enough that it does give you skippable ads, you know. And then you could double you could triple your points too, you know, like once you beat a level. But after two levels, you get a guaranteed ad. Oh, by the way, if you happen to die, you get hit with an ad, but at least it's skippable, right? But you get oh, hit with an ad. Man. Oh, you know what's even the funniest part? I actually just tried to die multiple times to see if it would continuously give me an ad. Yes, it gives you a continuous ad, no matter how much you die. Oh wait, I got, I guess, I guess, I got, I guess, I guess, I'm to say to that right there. Now, it's very slow. Like that's oh, yes. that, 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 that's yes. a given. But if you play long enough, because I thought maybe, okay, it'll slow down this or give me some options. Because this whole time I'm racking up those coins, I'm gonna be able to actually do something with these at some point, right? Yeah. So how many coins can I actually get? I played to level 102. You're better than me. I just stopped I, at like 40. Yeah, I don't know when you are supposed to tap out. It keeps going. Not only does it keep going, you play to level 40. When you get to about 50, 55, it just starts giving you the same puzzles over and over again. No, no change, no upgrade, no distinction in like characters or levels or anything. Just the exact same puzzles over again. Now, mind you, it does stop giving you ads, which blew my mind. I was I was yeah, genuinely shocked. I think the game just tapped out on ads. It just said, you know what, man? If you haven't bought by now, we're just gonna let it go. But I was almost a hundred levels in before it finally just stopped doing this. And I think I just maybe I found a bug where it was just like, you know what? We can't do it anymore. He's not going for it. Just all in the same games. No mas. No mas. And this garb and this trash just kept just kept going and going and going. This energized bunny of horror. And you're better than me. Out. I got hit with the ads. Well, I felt like I was in an episode <laughs> of like, "Are You Afraid of the Dark?" Where it's like, remember, remember the ones where, where like the, the kid was trapped in uh, the mall that was actually a pinball game, and he had to like oh, he was yeah. running this video game thing and save the princess. And when he did, he's like, "Okay, it's over. Can I go home now?" And the game was like, "No, no." And then the big silver ball came over the escalator, and he knew you're here forever. No one has any idea what what I'm talking about. Abby's looking at me like I'm <laughs> no. Okay. I'm just I'm just no. thinking just it's like it's like this type of like Sword Art Online. You can't leave until you beat the game type thing. I wish it was Sword Art Online. I'd rather my life had been on the line, and if I just so happen to die, I could be avoided of never seeing these ads and playing that horrible game. Yo, at one point in time, I purposely tested out because you get these like orc things. I tested. I wonder if I can. Like, like get myself killed before grabbing the sword so i purposely dropped it or dropped myself my character is running to get his sword orc is literally behind him about to hit him and then i kid you not man like my orc like the orc was about to swing down hit this guy i happened to touch the sword or completely whipped right through him and then my guy didn't even turn around swipe the sword and the orc died and i passed the game and i was like wow yeah. I don't uh, think that's how fighting works. <laughs> so there's a couple of interesting glitches. Um, okay, Abby, did you do the uh, like the, the post-win kill or anything like those? Um, I mean, I got up to like level, I think, 80 or so. Um, I, yeah, I, I didn't do any of the like post-win kills. Like I was trying to figure out like what's the best way to try and like like kill this character. And like I was like there's like a few ways you can do it but like there's like so the the puzzles themselves um i also saw this uh like a bit because i oh, when i got up to like level around like 80 ish like i realized that like some of the puzzles that i was 
uh, doing, like they were getting repetitive really easily. And when that, like whenever I would pass a level, like they would say like, hey, you can get the skin for 30,000 coins or you can watch an ad, another ad in order to get the skin for free. Oh, like, yeah, right. <laughs> and oh. there was like, there was like a one piece skin. There was a, there was a Black Panther skin. Oh my God. And um, there was, um, I think there was also like a Lunar New Year skin. And there was like, there was like a bunch of different sort of like cosmetic items in the shop. And I was like, no, how is this going to help me in any way? No, there, no, no there's, not a, there's a distinct lack of prizes to a uh, lack of reward for your efforts, which I think is one of the biggest um, mistakes the game makes. Uh, and I mean, it feels like we're just bagging on this because, I mean, there's just not that much good to say about it. I, because I'm was. right, right? Mobile games suck? Oh, no, I stop, 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 no, stop that. Not all mobile, not, games. Not all mobile Absolutely. games. Absolutely, yes. But I've had good the, mobile games before. No, I, the I biggest problem with this is there's nothing good to say about it. It's not good at the puzzling, which is the main thing you go in for. I was hoping that the puzzles would be interesting. And they were very simplistic. Uh, it was a very glib approach to basically throw ads at you. And I was really disappointed, man. I wanted a good puzzle game. I wanted some clever mechanics. And when you think it's going to throw you some elements, like the first time you see that boulder, I'm like, oh, how am I going to use that? Oh, you literally just drop it immediately down where it is. Yep. And, and like, damn, okay. It's it's just not clever. It's not entertaining. It's not even like a good, you know, I got a couple sec extra seconds on the train. Let me, you know, bust this out. It was just a, you know, it's a hard thumbs down for me, dude. Uh, Abby? Yeah, it's probably going to be a hard thumbs down for me as well. It wasn't fun. It was tedious and boring. And I just didn't like it. <laughs> All right. FO, where do you stand, my friend? Man, I want to give it a thumbs up. And what? so I turn my thumb this way and go straight down. <laughs> <laughs> that's just how crappy this game is. Trollers. Hey, but it, look. This game does a wonderful job at one thing. It makes you feel like you are smart and you want to continue playing. And hey, if you are tired of the ads, <laughs> 99. Or, you know. No, Abby's Abby's reaction right there. That's that's the right reaction for this game. Uh, yeah, it makes you yawn. Yeah. Well, and by the way, if you want to use your coins, you can use your coins to build yourself a castle and and, and land and people yeah, and other I was, stuff. I was wondering what that was about. What that was about, because dig this, like, again, I played to 102. I racked up crazy amounts of those coins. And when I couldn't buy anything else for my character and I couldn't buy a new character, or, uh, you got I got the free one down the line, but you couldn't buy anything. It doesn't give you any uh, anything that'll help in the puzzles or new puzzles or anything. There's nothing else to buy really, except for castle parts to build like a little kingdom. I'm like, Castles. okay, well, I got a ton of these, the metric, <laughs> what can I do with them? I can buy exactly three puzzle pieces okay how much is there to build because apparently i guess the puzzle the castle must be this small no there's like 18 puzzle like castle pieces to build <laughs> like what are they doing so i built my three-part castle and then immediately deleted the game that's the reaction what here the? yeah okay so now it's called uh rescue heroes um home pin puzzle hero dude avoid it like yes, stone avoid it. run like the play if you happen to even just type in rescue and then here 
yo, just just a racer, <laughs> clear it. Yeah, you know what? Look for Rescue Heroes, the uh, or the the early two thousands cartoon show. Just watch that instead. You're better off. Now, let's talk about the film I Care a Lot, streaming on Netflix. This uh. is a new, yeah, it's a new uh, movie starring Rosamund Pike, uh, Peter Dinklage, Diane Weist making a uh, surprise appearance, kind of coming out of nowhere. Uh, Eliza Gonzalez, uh, dude. Okay. This is the story of Marla Grayson. Uh, she's a con artist who makes her living uh, convincing uh, the legal system that uh, they, they, to grant her guardianship over senior citizens. Uh, now, this is all under the guise that they can no longer take care of themselves. They need to be put under her care and she'll watch out for them. Basically, what she does is she just puts them in a home, uh, uh, sells off, uh, uh, sells their uh, assets, uh, their houses and property, uh, all for her own profit and prevents their relatives and stuff from seeing her. Now, things get real hot for Marla when uh, she tries to scam a woman who, it turns out, has ties to a real, just, you know, cocky, little powerful gangster. Now, um, this was this was an interesting one. This is kind of a unique uh, subject matter for this show to approach. Shayna, will you please give us your impressions of I Care A Lot? I Care A Lot is kind of, in a lot of ways, pretty brilliant. The, the acting in it is so good. And what's really, really, really screwed up about this whole thing is that it's actually very true to life to the parts of legal guardianship that can be exploited in real life. Like it is actually quite, quite authentic in that part. Okay, I, I concur there, but apparently it frightens me a lot more than it frightens you. The whole oh, no, concept of the scared. way this woman, okay. <laughs> the way this woman was able to get over it and then like, I'm surprised how many people were in on the scam and perfectly fine with just bilking these poor old folks out of everything and not giving a damn, like everyone was just cold. This dude, Sam, that ran the old folks home, cold. Her assistant, cold. The doctor that, that's like writing all the, just, yo, cold blooded. And they're using their personal vendettas to just like pick and choose people. And then when you see how many folks, it's not just like one or two that are kind of slipping through the system. When we see Marla's operation in full, and mind you, the movie makes uh, a ridiculous, uh, ridiculous, uh, repeated <laughs> um, uh, 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 pushes to say that she is small time. We see her wall of people she's doing this to all at once. Mm -hmm. How many folks are just like being victimized? And I'm guessing no one notices that this is going I mean, down because that thing. judge, man, that's I think why the, she cuts them off from their families. So that they can't, they don't have anybody who will advocate for them. As long as she's the only mouthpiece, that's all the judge is listening to. Because you've already said that these people can't be trusted to take care of themselves or they're delusional or they're not in touch with reality. So they're not going to be listened to anyway. You've already given legal cause not to listen to them. But it was so frightening, man. Especially when uh, we did see a, leg a, a legit legal attempt to try to expose this. And they were just ready at every point. They were just ready with like, it would like, um, I don't know, statements. Uh, and the judge who I don't think was in on the plot, but the judge is so naive to the point of, well, you know, these people are trusted and respected in the eyes of the law. But what do you have? I'm like, yo, dude, open your eyes, man. You gotta be paying attention, please. Um, you are the one line of defense and you a brother. So you should be at least a little skeptical of yeah. this. But you know what? It works even more that Marla is an attractive white woman. 
Yo, the weaponized whiteness. The we- oh, there's weaponized- so much weapon, not just whiteness, but weaponized white femininity. And mm-hmm. that's what is so killer because that is very prevalent in our legal system. And it's just, and not just our legal system, but our system of social opinion. Like, a lot of people are convicted in the court of social opinion long before they're ever long before a court date ever happens to them. Mm-hmm. And what you call it? The fact that she could weaponize, like, I feel threatened. And and she did it in a lot of facets in her life. If you really pay attention to her, um, like the things she says and the way that she's very adversarial with men. And I'm like, oh my God, she is a Karen who has weaponized her fragility. Yes. The first couple of times she directly made claims to, um, oh, because I'm a woman, you think you can speak to me this way? I'm like, yo, in any other situation. Because you're an awful person. Yes. Yes, it is. I'm like, any other situation. No. Yes, we might be on your side because you are being approached by a man with hostile intentions. Who who is attacking her a way that directly attacks her as a woman, but he's yes. not attacking her because she's a woman. She has mm. done something to him, but he is going in on the attack based on her womanliness. Like yeah. when he says, I hope you get raped, that's like, yeah, you wouldn't say that to a dude. Mm. So that was a very, that was an attack on her being a woman, but it wasn't the only, but it wasn't the reasoning behind the attack. You know, it's complex in that way. Yeah, no, that, that, that's, that's one thing I actually did have issue with. Because the movie plays that to a degree where it gets a little, it gets a little directly. It's trying to make it's. I feel like the movie was trying to be a little more um, conscious and make a more pressing point than it was competent enough to. Uh, if if that makes sense, like it threw those out there, supposedly supposedly trying to make uh, trying to make a commentary of this exists. Hence why Marla may have reason to so-and-so. I'm like, yo, don't try to make me sympathize with this woman. Okay, no, no she is not our I hero. I never sympathized with her, not for a moment. Maybe because I can't stand people who think they're too smart. And I spent <laughs> the whole movie hoping she die, like the entire movie. And I'm like, oh my God, please. Like I'm, I am rooting for Peter Dinklage's character. Like, please, please kill this yeah woman i'm like <laughs> I, I, i'm like if you don't kill this woman i'm gonna be really upset i really need you to kill this woman <laughs> yeah when peter yes. dinklage comes into play uh, it became a it became a more interesting movie for me the whole time oh, we were watching marla's escapades it was just like you're watching and you get angrier and angrier and oh. angrier and i'm like yo yeah. what is going to happen here and then when we meet Peter Dinklage and we find out that the woman, oh, well, first of all, um, the story yeah. is uh, where we got what Marla actually does and Marla has a new target now. Marla's mm-hmm. new target is a woman that seemingly has just all the qualifications they look for. She has no like living family that can cause trouble for them. She has all the assets in the world and her health is starting to get a little shaky. Hence why they can get a doctor to do up the right information they can fast track her through the system because there's no interference from dependents or family members and they can take they can like grab her stuff right away and make a quick buck so when marla and acts like you know acts on all this it turns out that maybe this woman's life and 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 like uh, uh relations and her friends um weren't something to be taken so lightly and then we find out oh yeah no she knows people yeah, she got connections. Yeah, you know, Marla, you done stepped in it now. 
and mm-hmm. that's when all the stuff hits the fan and that's when we meet peter dinklage, dinklage. yo i love dinklage in this like peter dinklage is Much. known for giving good performances and this is one of his like he's solid man he comes in yeah, first of all and he's just like he just he just plays it to a T. Like we see Something everything. <laughs> Yo, I, I just I, oh the donuts, the crullers, the ah, oh, was beautiful. Oh my god, buying sweets and the little pink and blue boxes, and he's so excited. And they're on his lap, and yeah, oh, <laughs> uh, it was it was good. It was good. This was one of his more um more solid performances. Like. I, I know I just mentioned that he usually puts through a good one, but this was one of the ones that I really enjoyed too, because he's playing like two different characters. He's playing the loving son and he's playing the hardcore gangster. And it's not like he's going out of his way to be like, oh, menacing and blah, blah, blah. It's just really, yo, com- yo you, you, this is serious how you want to play this? Okay. Well then, what? you know, this is what got to happen. Hold on a second. Let me tell you. Yo, where, where, where is she? Okay. That's no, that's, that's the excuse. All right, cool. Gun. Okay. You know what? Yeah. You, you messed up, right? Here's what's going like, I'm like, yo, he's he's giving so little. Yeah, I'm so menaced is, by him. Right, exactly. He's exactly the kind of person in real life that I would find intimidating. Mm. I don't find people who put on big shows intimidating because most people who put on big shows don't do nothing. Mm. But it's the quiet person, the person who, when you know they should be mad, they should be screaming at you, but they're calm. And I am now scared shitless. Thank you, because... <laughs> You shouldn't be calm. There's no emotional response from you in a moment. You should have high emotions. Okay, you're gonna kill me. That's yeah. what's probably about to happen. You're about to murder me, aren't you? And that is the feel he gives, and I've never been more attracted to him. Wow. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. All right. Well, um, I, I, I will say now. Here's where. Here's where. Here's where it's a twist for me. Um, that's really the only part about this movie that I liked. Everything about else about this. Um, the acting was good. The story was awful. I feel like it missed a lot of the points it was trying to make. And if it wasn't for Peter Dinklage, I wouldn't think I, I, there wouldn't be much, if anything, uh, positive for me to actually say about this because it's a depiction of awful people doing awful things. And there doesn't really seem to be any legit uh, ground moral play out to the movie. It's just no real comeuppance are given. And um, that may or may not be a spoiler depending on how you approach it, but dude, I mean, I got what I wanted. <laughs> okay, you you did, but uh, apparently that might be because you thirst you thirsty for Peter Dinklage hard. Um, I mean, for this movie itself. When he was on when he was on those um gymnast rings and holding some plank, I was like, yeah, look at all that upper body strength. Wow. <laughs> all right. Well, we apparently felt very different about parts of this movie. Diane Weiss gives an interesting performance. I really wish she had come out of mouth a little more when she was entitled to. Like, well, to be fair, she any... did, her character is drugged up for a good chunk of the movie. True, that's true. That's that. That is true. Um, I, I got to take that into account. Okay, so I, I, I can I can let that slide. But the rest of this, like, it bugged me, dude. Um, Marla bugged me. Her haircut. I, I, th- I think I think her haircut made me mad, like it was supposed to. I think that was intentional. No, no. I think it was everything about Marla <laughs> is terrible. She is a bad person who does not think she's a bad person. It's kind of like the racist person screaming at you and saying, "I'm not racist." I'm like, "But you're doing a racist thing." Mm. But like that is that is just who she is. She is a bad person and. It's funny because there's a moment where she, what you call it, that she talks about her mom and she calls her mom a sociopath. And I'm like, man, that apple didn't fall far from the tree. Mm. And she, like, she is legitimately an awful person. And I mean, good 
Rosamond Pike, like, man, are you good at playing people who are just abhorrently evil and who, but very resourceful. <laughs> yeah, uh, maybe a little too well. I don't know. Yeah, like, um, just, this, uh, this, this hit me uh, in a lot of the wrong ways. Um, and even the relationship with Fran, like when someone was, when people were like about to get hurt in this, I should not be applauding when you're are the people we're following, even if, you know, they're emphasizing how you're bad people. Like I actually made a comparison to Layer Cake, um, the Daniel Craig movie uh, by the end of this, because it tried to hit a lot of the same, the same buttons. Layer Cake is another story of we're watching a criminal in their operation. And we're seeing how they approach the victims, how they approach fellow criminals, how they approach their cohorts and such, and how they approach the world and the law. And the whole play out there was completely different. The whole play out there was, yeah, we're watching them. We're, we acknowledge these are awful people, but we're like right there with them. We're interested in their story. We want to see, you know, how this plays out for them. And in this movie, which seemed to like hit a lot almost like so many that I think it may have been used as a direct blueprint. Um, it was just missing on all all points to like all, no cylinders were firing for me at least personally. And then at the end, it does almost the same thing that Layer Cake does. I don't know if you've seen Layer Cake, Shay. I haven't seen it. Okay, yo, you, sh you definitely should. It's a high recommend. Um, but this movie does almost exactly, exactly, Exactly the same thing at the end that Layer Cake does. And in Layer Cake, it's just the, oh, oh no. And in this, it's like, yeah, all right, cool. But still, you know, and the fact that I'm left with that, like that was the one thing that, man, it's a thumbs down for me for so many reasons. But just that ending was like the, the horrible icing on an already crappy cake. Shay. I give it a thumbs up. I was entertained. I liked the acting. And I didn't have a problem with the story. And I think it's because I found it interesting that they went with the discussion of guardian abuse, which is a really real problem um, that a lot of people don't even know about. Mm -hmm. So at the very least, if it gets more people's attention to that particular issue, I'm happy about. But um, I don't know. Enough of the characters were satisfying to me that I was OK. I almost trust. I, my mom had seen this movie before me and I literally called her. I was like, mom, please tell me that this is going to end the way I want it to. If not, I'm about to quit. <laughs> Just because I was getting so angry at Marla's character at certain points in the movie. Again, I feel like the writing has to be, and that thing had to be good in those moments because I was legitimately angry at her at more than once in the film. So it's like, Okay, you've pulled out the emotions for me, so you did your job. Um, I just thought it was an interesting story. It had an interesting twist and turns, and man, did I really just enjoy Peter Dinklage in this. So, like, I kind of have to give it a thumbs up. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Um, the movie's called I Care A Lot. It stars Roseman Pike. It stars Peter Dinklage. Uh, we mentioned Diane Weist. We mentioned um, oh, Lisa Gonzalez. Yeah. Uh, and the dude, Damien Young, he's the one who played Sam. Um, just wanted to, like, mention him real quick because... Uh, I cannot get past this dude, and I've seen him in tons of things over the years. He is always going to be uh, the bus driver from Pete and Pete for me. Oh, like yeah. that's who that that's who he is. Like to this day, I'm a, I'm an adult. I saw that when I was like ten years old. He's still that guy. Pulls out. It's like it's like you know what? Uh, you know, there's 32 ways to kill a man, and he pulls out an ice cream scoop. 33. 
and to this day that's who he is to be and even in this movie yeah. he's still like the ice cream the creepy ass bus driver but the nothing to do with that i just wanted to throw that out there the movie's called i care a lot it's streaming now on netflix we have differing opinions but we said a lot about it so if it sounds like something you want to check out check it out and now we are over time we are out of time and over time so i want to thank y'all for another action-packed fun fill show i want to thank shana Hi, I want to thank Abby. Uh, Gangnam Style came out nine years ago, and my life has been downhill ever since. Thank you for that. We're all a little bit <laughs> for knowing. Uh, I want to thank the executioner. Yo, man, beautiful people can get away with murder, but still have to pay taxes. You see how awful it is now? Abby's doing an impression of you. I know. I'm waiting for Shana next, man. Uh, don't do it, don't do it. Yeah, but mine will always be better than everybody else. That is probably hey, true. Hey, to be I'm entirely willing to challenge honest. that. We can compete. Let's go, man. I, I'm ready. I got the philosophy in the head, man. I mean, do you not see my awesome shirts? Okay, well, yo, what about the audio people? They can't see your shirt. Yo, shame on all of you, okay? That's too bad for them. Shame on all of you. <laughs> all right. Well, I want to thank you, good. Awesome. I want to thank you, good people. Remind you, if you heard anything on this show, you want to chime in on, hit us up at geekdownradio at gmail.com. Also, dude, find us on the website. Go to geek-down.com for all the latest and greatest. Dude, we do reviews all the time. It's great. We also have a ton of great shows at villains.wtf. So go check out the whole network and see what's good. We got shows in every topic for every people with every facet of life and joy. And until next time, we remind you, be excellent to each other. Peace.